Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Marketing Ideas Podcast. In this episode, uh, I was speaking with Nathan from talio.com.au. Nathan started his business two years ago and it is a commercial cleaning or facilities management company in Brisbane, Australia. And I wanted to speak to Nathan because, first of all, it's a fairly new business, so I wanted to find out what kind of marketing he had been doing to start a new business off and then how he chose those strategies and also whether they actually worked in terms of uh, bringing customers and clients into his business. So we talked a little bit about social media and social marketing because Nathan does a little bit there, but we mostly went into depth into uh, networking and building up relationships and partnerships as that's something that's really been working for Nathan. And honestly, that's how I get uh, the majority of my clients these days through kissautomation.com. Uh, they come through referrals and partnerships with other people. So it's definitely something to uh, think about for your business. Nathan uh, goes into quite a bit of detail about how he he networks and uh, how he sees that helping his business. Paleo.com.au. Thanks for having a chat today, Nathan. No worries. Thank you very much for having me. So, quick overview of your business. Um, I, it says on your website that you're an integrated facilities management and commercial concierge services. What, yes. What does yes. that mean specifically? Okay. So, it's um, uh, their, their terms or words and terms that people are reasonably familiar with but don't exactly understand how business works around it. Um, so effectively there's two parts to my business. The first part being the commercial facilities management is uh, what my business does is manages and facilitates all of the physical aspects needed for any type of property. Um, so it can range anything from cleaning to grounds maintenance to trade services, plumbers, electricians, security, pest control, painting, the whole box and dots um, from start to finish. And then the commercial, uh, the concierge services are a much more personalised service um, and really takes care of a lot of people that are time poor, um, don't want to be spending their weekends or after work or their lunch hours worrying about the menial tasks. Um, so it can range anything from organising dry cleaning to cleaning their homes to looking after their cars uh, to doing some shopping for them, uh, um, organising flowers, yeah, you name it, we do it. Okay, excellent. So you're off, you're a fairly new business, only about two years in, I think? Yeah, yeah, Is coming up to two years, yeah. So what did you so, first do to start uh, getting clients to your business? What kind of marketing strategies have you did you try initially? Um, so straight out of the gate, uh, the first thing I did was um, I, I followed social media. Was I, I got onto social media and I made sure I was across uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, um, pretty much any social media I could get my hands on. I made sure I had my own personal profile was up to date and then I made sure I also had a company profile going as well um, and, and then started working on those. Uh, outside of that, the the other marketing 
that I really did was that face-to-face -face marketing, was getting out there and networking and relationship building and meeting new people and um, getting people to remember the face and the name of me and then the name of my business as well. Okay, so we'll start with the social media. Is that something that you're still doing? Is that, did that work, I guess, in terms of actually getting paying clients coming into your business? Yeah, it's um, it, it, uh, to answer the first part of the question, it is something that I'm still quite active on. Um, uh, it, it's For me, I, I think I went into social media as a lot of businesses do, sort of assuming that you will grow your business through social media um, and I've had to change that perception over time because I don't think, especially in my business, I haven't seen a lot of active growth for my business through social media, I've actually seen it as more of a, an education and information tool for a lot of my current clients to use um, for my business so I can keep telling them about the new things that we can do or that we can offer or how we do them different or better to other people out there. Um, and I think that's a really important thing for a lot of business people to understand is that um, as much as it's probably one of the easiest things to do, to go onto social media and create all these business pages, um, for me I certainly couldn't rely on the fact that that would sustain my business. I wonder if that, I mean, I think it's, I think it's a, a good point for a lot of businesses. Um, I, don't, I wonder whether if you were, I guess, not a commercial uh, business, so, not, so if you did like mm -hmm. maid services or like household yeah. cleaning perhaps, there might have been more um, actual business coming through social media. But, you know, who knows that maybe not true at all. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, that's a, it's a really interesting thing. It's something that I've thought about quite a bit as well. And I've actually spoken to um, other, pe other business owners that I know that have services that are more driven towards a, probably what you term a more domestic market or a more personalised market. Um, and they and like I go on their social media pages just to have a look around, and I see that they would have, um, yeah, a, a hell of a lot more followers than I do. And I ask them, I say, well, do you get, do you see business coming through because of social media? Um, and surprisingly enough, they say that they don't either. Okay. Um, yeah, so it's um, they say it's it's a rarity for for them to pick up any sort of business through social media. So. Um, I think it's a bit more like our approach or yeah. my approach in my business is much more of a brand awareness and that education um, tool. Yeah, that's definitely how it works for my business. Um, yeah. I guess I'm in a business-to-business -business, uh, market as opposed to the consumer, but it's definitely more about providing content and uh, answering questions and that kind of thing rather than actually making sales. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. So the networking then, is that... Was that uh, in terms of did you join, you know, the local networking groups or groups where people actually specifically go to network or um, did you do something different like actually go to face-to-face -face and try and sell your, your products and services to, to people you believed would be a good fit for your company? Yeah, it's uh, what I've done is probably uh, I've taken it to like a uh, I've probably taken two approaches to it. One has been to very actively go and find and join groups that a big part of their focus is to network um, because I think it, it's uh, it, it it always hones your skills because I, I've 
like I run into a lot of people and I meet a lot of people that don't go to a lot of networking events and they find themselves very um, almost a bit awkward and they find it hard to get into these sorts of events and I think it's for me it's always a practice makes perfect so I go to heaps of events so I feel I'm a bit more uh, attuned to it um, and that sort of stuff so I'm a member of a couple of groups that a big focus of theirs is to network, is to meet new people and to build relationships with people and get to know one another. Um, and then on the flip side of that, I also do go along to uh, a number of more, much more social events or more community-based events um, because it's a bit of that you'll never know who you're going to run into or you never know who you're going yeah. to meet or you'll never know who the other people know as well and who they'll connect you to. Um, yeah, because it's in those situations when it isn't driven towards networking, when it isn't driven towards just meeting people and swapping business cards and moving along, you form, you'll probably meet less people during an event, but you'll build a much better relationship straight off the bat with those people. Um, and for some people, that's what they prefer. They really want to get to know the person behind the business before they work with the business. Yeah, I mean, I don't actually think I've, I'm trying to think whether I've been to a networking event. I don't think I've been to a purely a networking event. So is sure. it like the, I guess in my head I have an idea of yeah, people going there, basically running around, passing out their business cards. This is what I do. This is what I do. Here, you know, tell people to, is it like that or is that just a bad um, comical image I have um, in my head? Yeah, there are certainly a few out there that are very much like that, that it's uh, it's almost you feel like you load up your business cards in a machine gun and you shoot them around the room. Um, <laughs> um, I would heavily suggest if you ever find yourself in one of those events, leave. Okay. Um, because quite honestly, um, and, and no offence to them, um, it, it's generally because the event has sort of gotten out of control of, of the people that organised it, um, and because I'm sure they probably didn't intend it to be like that. Um, but what you'll find, the majority of the people that go to those sorts of events, they're, they're the business development people, and they're just really trying to figure out how they can sell something to you. Um, they're not looking to build their networks or their relationships. They're not really... They're not really focused on helping you grow your business or help you uh, grow your your relationships and your networks. Um, so the, the the groups that I'm members of are much more driven towards it's it's much more about what you can put into the group as a whole rather than what you will actually get out of the group. Because um, I've always found is that once once people get out of that mindset of thinking what they can take and what more so what they can actually give, that's when they'll actually get a lot more out of it. Yeah, I find that about uh, say ninety five percent of my work comes through people I know, so referrals or relationships, as opposed to just people walking, well, they can't walk into my office, but walking in off the street to my yeah. website. Um, yeah. But the, those relationships are definitely something I would call a relationship like a friend or, you know, a, at least a colleague, somebody I can call rather than yeah. just somebody I met. Is that your, so that's your experience that um, I guess building a, a better foundation gives you better results yeah, in absolutely. terms of... Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's um, especially I find in with the work that I perform for clients and the services I deliver to them, especially on the on the concierge services side of my business, because 
in a lot of cases, I'm really dealing with the very personal details of my clients. And so for them, they feel a lot more comfortable if there's a, like when you get to know someone a lot better, there's almost that inherent non-communicated language between the two of you. And that's where my concierge clients, that's where they love to be because I'm almost ahead of them because I know what they're going to think or say next. Yep. Um, and that's what they love with that relationship. And then uh, I can almost say the same for my facilities management clients is that uh, because I'm dealing with physical properties, they, they like to know that I spend a lot of time physically on site looking at their properties for them um, so that I know their properties, probably nine times out of ten, I know their properties better than they know their own properties, um, which makes me delivering my services that much easier and quicker um, and only cost effective as well. Um, but, but again, it's even though you're in that business environment and even though everything's professional, there is still that unspoken language between uh, when you're working business to business still because there's still people at the end of the day yeah. um, and that's what my clients love and, and that's what I find is that even though I've only had a business for, for two years, uh, I would say all of the clients that I have, well, yeah, pretty much all of the clients that I have now, I will foresee very long-term business-to-business relationships with them because I put a lot of time and effort into fostering that person-to-person relationship inside their business as well. Um, and, yeah, and I think as much as emails and all of that sort of instant communication is fantastic, people still crave that face-to-face and that getting to know the person that they're working with um, whether it's a, whether it's a fellow employee or a contractor or another business, um, I think they want to have that connection with them um, more than anything. So, yeah, I agree with you on that. Is is that something I guess keeping or fostering a relationship? Is that something that you actually have a plan for, or do you you know? Because I I know some people they they schedule in um, every month they have to contact. Um, so many people of their network just, you know, to say hi or to pass along something of, of uh, value sure. or I, I find myself doing that but not in a, in a um, like I don't have a diary. It's just if I see something yeah. of interest to somebody I know, then I'll pass it along. Do you have any yeah. kind of um, actual plan in terms of fostering or just you're a good guy, you do things when they, they naturally occur that can help these people, for example? Um, uh, I would... Uh, I would definitely like to say I'm a good guy, um, <laughs> um, that sort of stuff, because I don't plan it at all. Yeah. Um, I really, um, I suppose the one thing, especially ever since I started my own business, the one thing I've always pushed myself on is to be much more instinctual and trust my gut. Um, and when when my gut says to me, oh, it would be great if you could walk into your client with um, uh, like uh, just thinking about one of my clients that I did it for recently is um, uh, up in Brisbane, there's been a brand new donut shop open and everyone goes nuts for it and it's quite, yeah, and most days they sell out like the second they put them in the shop and all of that sort of stuff um, and a couple of weeks ago I was, um, I made sure I was able to get six of their donuts and I took them into a client's premises on a Friday afternoon at like 3 o'clock when everyone needs that sugar rush um, and people loved it. 
Um, and, and, but for me, I didn't plan it. It was just a seat of the seat of my pants. I was near the donut shop at the right time, and I just thought, you know what? I reckon this will put a smile on their faces, and I love it. Um, and I just went for it. Um, and, and I think that's a big part of it as well is being being genuine about it, about your actions. Um, because, like, I work with other businesses and I know when I'm getting contacted by them just because it's a part of their plan or it's a part of their, their routine to stay in touch with me. Just touching um, base, then, for example. Yeah, yeah. But then there's other businesses that I work with where they'll just they'll touch base with me and I know it's much more genuine that they'll just touch base to say hello, see what's going on, if they want to catch up for a coffee or not or, yeah, if they do have something important or interesting to pass along to me um, and I believe I can pick up on whether it's genuine or whether it's not and the people that are genuine I tend to work more with than anything else. Yeah, it's. I think it's interesting. I'm not sure. I guess people, people are successful with the whole putting it into a, a plan and, I guess, diarising things. And so, you know, perhaps it, perhaps it does work, but I, I personally find it a little bit weird to but yeah. I, to, to plan out my um, my donut giving, for example. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, because for me, I look at it that it's uh, like that sort of stuff is a very human action. Um, it's not a... Like it's not something that can be done by a computer or by technology. It's a it's a human. It's a part of our DNA sort of thing. And I think to try and put a plan around it is counterintuitive because then you're trying to you, yeah it's you're trying to use technology to plan something that's just natural or in some people's cases very unnatural for them. So why try yeah why try control it and force it and then it comes off as being forced and disingenuous um, which then doesn't measure well with anyone so yeah cool all right um so that was two years ago you started the business what kind of things are you doing these days for marketing are you still so you you still got the social accounts happening for i guess brand awareness and, and keeping people up to date with things are yep. you doing any kind of, um, I guess, paid advertising or any um, anything else, so offline or any publicity, that kind of thing? Um, we are going to – well, we've actually – I only just paid the bill for it earlier this week. We are going to do our first uh, couple of pieces of paid advertising um, and it's – it took us a while to figure out where where we should do any sort of paid advertising, um, and what what we're doing is we're going into uh, the first one is going to be uh, it's a newsletter publication um, that's targeted at only a couple of um, commercial business parks in and around Brisbane, and it's actually the newsletter is put together by uh, the property owners. Um, and they use it as their own sort of brand awareness and um, information uh, for all of their tenants and property owners and investors and stakeholders and all of that sort of stuff. And we've been given the opportunity to advertise in that. So um, for us, we see it as a very, they're the ideal clients for us. Um, And it's going to be very targeted as well. Um, And then the next bit of paid advertising we will be doing is going to be, it's going to be in like a, um, it's almost like a little handbook 
for a whole lot of stuff that's uh, done in and around Brisbane, a whole lot of businesses in and around Brisbane that we feel is going to hit our target market well. Um, and so that's why we were happy to make the plunge. We're doing some paid advertising um, because, yeah, like I, for the services that we offer in our business, yeah, I think we have to be, with any paid advertising, we have to be very targeted um, because we could waste a lot of money on a lot of advertising that wouldn't hit anyone that we want to go after at all um, or anyone that would actually be interested in it either. Um, yeah, so that's that's what we're embarking on in the next couple of months. Um, outside of that, for some offline marketing, um, I've actually found myself getting more and more involved with um, uh, business owners and entrepreneurs in and around Brisbane um, and I've actually sort of uh, just uh, I suppose stumbling into it, falling backwards into it a bit is um, uh, just with a whole load of the really great people that I've gotten to know is I'm going to start organising sort of very small boutique speaker events for fellow business owners and entrepreneurs to come along to and listen to people that have um, whether it's been they've made a success or they've sort of fallen on their face, but they've got experiences and stories to tell um, and stuff to teach to other people that um, that sort of want to replicate them or follow in their steps in small business or in entrepreneurship um, and that sort of stuff. So for me, I understand I'll get a certain extent of um, of offline marketing, I suppose, and again that that face and name and brand recognition that I'll get through getting getting to meet all of these really cool people um, and opening myself up to a whole host of different networks and connections along the way. Yeah, that's a great idea. Be interesting to see how it all pans out. Maybe I should yeah, call yeah. you in a year and see. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Get an update. Yeah, yeah, it'll it'll take a bit of work, but um, uh, but yeah, it, for me, it really does motivate me, and I've got a I've got a lot of time uh, for it. Well, like not to say I'm not busy, but I've got a lot of time that I'm happy to give towards it um, because I think it will work really well for a lot of other people as well. So, yeah, cool. Well, I really like that idea that of the newsletter that uh, the business. Um, the business park has, for, like, so the owners of the property. Yeah. I think that's a great idea, uh, a great yeah. strategy that, like, lots of businesses could uh, could implement in their own town, for example. Like, if oh, they're, absolutely. If they're a, a domestic, so plumbers, cleaners, electricians, yeah. that kind of thing. But yes, that's right. Another topic for another day. <laughs> we talk about marketing all day, so we won't get into that. We do need to do some work today. Yeah, um, excellent. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Well, thanks so much for your time. Um, oh, that's okay. No worries I hope, at all. Thank I hope you. Hope it all works out. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. Yeah, I'll. Um, I'd be interested to see what happens in a year or so with the, especially the um, paid advertising to like directly to your clients to see whether that's. Paid. Yeah, brilliant. So yeah, um, if yeah, anyone yeah, yeah. is oh, in Brisbane, yeah, go for it. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd be happy to come back whenever you want and um, give you updates along the way. Tell you about all the challenges and the, um, uh, but all the triumphs. Yes, <laughs> challenges are good, but triumphs are much, much better. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So if anyone's in Brisbane, they can go to. Did I pronounce that correctly, Talio? Uh, Talio, you're pretty Talio. close. 
it's my Tasmanian Bogan accent coming through. So it's dailyo.com.au and I'll put a link in the show notes so people can check you out and uh, see what uh, what you're doing. So there you have it, listener. That was my chat with Nathan from talio.com.au. Now, once again, I'd love to hear from you if you're using social media or I guess networking slash relationship building in your business and uh, what you see working there, whether it's um, social media, whether you are actually making sales on social, that would be uh, great to hear from you. And also in regards to networking, whether it's something that you do uh, spontaneously, so you know, you don't, you just, if you think of somebody and you see something of interest to them, maybe you send it along, or whether you take a more strategic approach and you actually diarize monthly about following up with different people. I'd love to hear all the different ways you're doing that. So get in contact at marketingideaspodcast.com. And if you liked this episode, it'd be great if you could give me a review on iTunes. Um, obviously, that would help a lot in rankings. Um, if you don't like this episode, um, I, I'm sorry. And uh, if you do have constructive feedback, I'm always happy to hear from you. If you just don't like me personally, um, feel free not to listen anymore. But if you do have a comment on how I can make this podcast better, always happy to hear from you guys. So head over to marketingideaspodcast.com. <laughs>